Welcome to the Renewing Your Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ruga, Christian wife and mama to three. On this podcast, you will hear encouragement to daily renew your minds and pursue biblical motherhood from myself and other Christian moms. I'm so excited you are here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have another guest with me today. She is the founder of The Art of a Messy House. She's a wife, mom, teacher, author, and now podcaster. After 30 years of battling depression, anxiety, disordered eating, and other battles such as PTSD, after her son's anaphylactic reaction and postpartum anxiety after having her second child, she was set free. It was at that moment that she promised to never stop sharing about God's love and truths. The Art of a Messy House two-part book series, blog, and podcast is her journey to do just that because life is beautiful, but it can get messy too. Still, God turns messes into messages and tests into testimonies, and that is the heart of the Art of a Messy House. It is where others will find stories of humility, kindness, truth, and love as we walk in faith together through the everyday relatable moments. It is where my guest is learning to embrace this messy but beautiful life while encouraging others to do the same. No matter what stage of faith you're at, you will learn of God's love there and be empowered to walk in your own beautifully distinct purpose right here, right now. Right now, her books, books number one through five in the children's part of the book series are out and season one of the podcast just launched on March 23 for more real, not perfect testimonies and stories as well as devotionals and encouragement. You can visit Jen's website, www.theartofamessyhouse.com and follow along on Instagram at the art of a messy house. My guest today is Jennifer Kasuda. Thank you so much for being here today, Jen. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited for this. Um, It has just been such an honor and a privilege getting to know you through Instagram. So just so all all of our listeners know, we actually met through Instagram. And it's been so awesome connecting with you, Jen. I honestly, I feel the same exact way. It has really, truly been a blessing. Well, I'm, again, I'm so excited for today. We are going to be talking today about comparison. And so let's just jump right in. We're going to start with, um, Jen, would you be willing to give an example of how maybe you have fallen into the comparison trap or help me define what it means to be involved in the comparison trap? So I think it looks different in my own experience. I feel as though this is a topic and just something that looks differently throughout different seasons in our lives, but also for different people. And so when I think of comparison, I often think of even what some of my my kids are going through right now or what I see students go through and like, why do they have that? Or why don't I have that? And that kind of that kind of comparison. But I feel as an adult, it can actually show up differently sometimes. And maybe I try to be super aware of it. And part of um, what made me even think about it was during or right before the podcast launch, you know, stepping into a season where it's uncomfortable and it's not in our comfort zones. It's something 
where we are called to do, like when we're called to do something, we have to do it. But then sometimes like that could be so uncomfortable and we can start to, there could be these seeds of doubt around. And sometimes it could be in the comparison, like, well, why am I going to do that if there's already so many people who have a podcast or there's already people like talking about these topics? Why am I, God, why am I supposed to do this? Right. And so I think that that's where it could sneak in, even if we aren't necessarily like maybe when we were younger or more the way we think of comparison, like, oh, I wish I had that. Per-. Like when we look, it, it, it doesn't have to be something like, oh, I wish I had their car or something like that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that does make sense. Do you feel like as we get older um, that it kind of shifts into more like um, comparison with gifts and talents versus mm. things? I, you know, it may be that, or it may just be, and I, I look at it as a way of like the enemy trying to keep us silenced and from doing, from using our gifts and talents, right? Like when, if we see so many people are ca- are starting a podcast or writing a book or doing the thing that the Lord has placed on our heart, when we stare at or look at other people, we have to be careful not to fall into a comparison trap and really stay focused on him and what he's called us to do. And because there is so much, there's so much, you know, before I even say that, there's like, there's so much we could be doing in those moments to support each other. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not the reason we may see a lot of people doing what seems to be the same thing or a similar thing, right? Is because we're meant to lift each other up. We're meant to come together. We're meant to learn from each other. We're, you know, no one can be you. And I wrote book four for that reason of the season my daughter was going through. It was, um, is really about th- this idea of comparison and that God created every single one of us uniquely beautiful and nobody can be uh, like who God created us to be. And that's such a beautiful thing to stand on because I think there is so much beauty in lifting and the beauty is in the lifting, not in the competing mm-hmm. and lifting each other up, lifting our eyes to God. And and then also just standing in the the fact that sometimes we'll see those things, we'll see other people, our paths will be aligned or we will be put around people doing similar things for confirmation from God sometimes or to encourage each other, to have people around us that understand what we're walking through and understand what we're facing and that we can come together in prayer and really lift each other up in those moments. Oh, I love that. I Jen, I had never thought about that. And so now that you say that, yes, that is absolutely amen to that. Like I think about my friend, I have a friend here locally who her and I both have have the gift and the heart to encourage and to um, lead and encourage other mamas and women. And we're doing it in two different ways, but what's so beautiful about our friendship is I support her. I got her back. I have her back in the way that she's leading and encouraging women. And she's got my back in the way that I'm doing it. And it's never been a competitive or comparison issue because we both know that our hearts are to love and encourage other other women, specifically mamas. And so it's like 
we, we automatically know we have each other's backs in this and it's, it's an encouragement. It's a cheering on in it versus, uh, you know, oh, you're doing this better than me or because I'm doing it different than you. I'm doing it better. Like there's none of that there. It is a hundred percent. Like we both know our hearts for the Lord and we both know our, our goals to glorify the Lord and encouraging other women and moms. And it's beautiful to have that. And it kind of goes into my next question. Like um, if we allow comparison to come between us and other women of God, what can happen in those relationships if we allow the comparison to come in? Well, I, I love that. And I love that you guys are doing that and lifting each other up. I think that the world and we just need to show, um, actually, when you're saying that I was thinking and I had it written down too, but I was thinking of Matthew chapter five, verse 16. It was, it says in the same way, let your light shine before mm-hmm. others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And I feel like even what you just shared with your having your friend who are doing, who are sharing and, and being an encouragement to other moms and women, that is really, you guys are coming together and encouraging each other to shine, shine his light and to do it to glorify God. And I think when we, when we fall into the traps that are all around, right? The enemy is always trying to crush us because, but but he can't, he has no power to do that. So we have to do the opposite. We have to walk around like as a privilege almost to like be anointed and called by God to walk around and crush the enemy. Right. And Mm -hmm. to, and to take down his plans or whatever it is he's trying to do. And when we tear each other down, that's what people see when women, and it might not be like literally tearing someone down Mm -hmm. or bashing them. But when we don't, stop and pray for somebody when we have that prompt on our heart or like encourage someone to walk in the purpose God has for them, we are falling into the traps. We're even staying silent when we see someone doing something amazing and we're like, wow, that's really great. You know, praying, stopping and praying for that person or encouraging the person to keep going. Like that is just amazing what God's doing in and through them. Like those are the encouragements that we have the privilege to do every single day. And I think sometimes when we're silent in the encouragement or silent in, or we keep it to ourselves or we don't use it to encourage others. That's when, I don't know, that's it may be, I, I'm saying it again, but maybe the enemy like thinks that they, it ha- he, he has more power than he really has. And so I think mm-hmm. it's so beautiful to encourage people because it allows for God to really use like for people yeah. to step in purpose. Yes. Yeah. I think you're spot on. Like, I feel like, like you said, when we withhold our encouragement, when we withhold the cheering on and we allow maybe that, that sin of, of comparison, whatever, whatever the root is, if it's jealousy or whatever the root is that if we allow that to come in and we act on it and we, and we withhold the encouragement, it definitely there's definitely a divide. And of course, Satan loves that, right? Like he loves that if he can get us, if he can get us women of God divided, um, he probably feels like he won. And I love how you say like, you know, walk around in confidence, like walk around knowing um, that you, what God has called you to do and, and walk around looking at other women of God knowing that they are doing what God has called I love them that. to do. 
And that's a beautiful thing to see. And so I think you're spot on that if we're not, if we're not careful to crush that, to repent of it, to turn away from it, um, a divide can happen. And obviously we, we don't want that. So what are some verses um, that, that us women could meditate on if we ever feel comparison rearing its ugly head in our hearts? What are some verses that you um, can share with us? I mean, initially, I always think of just going to Psalm 139 and just really dwelling in that God has already created, God knows, he knows you and he created every single person so wonderfully made, like we're wonderfully made in his, we're his masterpiece, right? And so standing on that, we don't need to turn our head to what someone else is doing or not doing. Like we just, we can dwell in Psalm 139 is just where I even bring it to my kids because all the time we bring up that psalm and just in teaching and it's just a, such an incredible one um it's something before what you were saying it it just made me think about um just the um just how much the world really place encourages people like you can't get ahead uh, it just made me think of like often it, it's encouraging us like you can't it's encouraging the competition right like this mm-hmm. race against time or if if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And it just brings it back to like, God is beautifully, he's beautifully created every single person with a distinct purpose. And so standing on that instead of like, um, instead of whatever the world is trying to have us race against. And I love how you just um, said about encouraging each other. Um, yeah. So that was Psalm 139. I, I also, and I, I know I said I had it, Matthew 5, um, 16 here too. Are there verses that you, that you turn to in these situations or have you faced it? Have you seen any of this in the launch or? Um, I mean, yeah, I, yes. I mean, I think it's something that, you know, lifelong, it's going to be a lifelong sanctification, sanctif, sanctifying thing in my heart. Like, um, talking about talking with uh, Michelle Bowman about this, it reminds me a lot of our conversation of where, where is our confidence? And so I love Psalm 139 and she gave, I'm trying to think, I can't think of, I'm not good at thinking at references off the top of my head. I'm in Um, a season of just trying to memorize things. I'm also not. Yeah. But I just think about like the verses of like, um, yeah, like God created each one of us uniquely and God also has like the perfect plan and the perfect timing over each one of our lives. And I've really, in all of the things that we've been through in the past, like the Lord has shown me that time and time again, that like, because what you said really resonated with me about how like the world throws at us, like, if you don't hurry and do this, or you need to hurry and do this because someone else might do it, or um, you need to, you need to do the next best thing because someone else is doing that. And um, I, I agree. It's almost, it's like, it is like the world is just shouting, like compete, compete, compete. Um, instead of rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that verse, oh, that verse has been on my heart for probably the last year as I've grown in this area. Um, just to truly like rejoice with my friends who are rejoicing and weep with my friends who are weeping. Don't think like, 
I don't, in those moments, I don't, I don't want to be like, Oh, like, yes, my, my friend like didn't get this or, you know what I mean? Like it's that verse truly in my heart has taken root. And I feel like the Lord has helped me grow in this area of just like we said, cheering other women on, rejoicing with my friends, rejoicing when God blesses them, when they step out in obedience and faith, rejoicing with them on that and cheering them on in that. And so I don't know where that verse is um, here. I've quote, I've said it many times in my post and I cannot remember. Um, I can put it in my show notes, but I would say that that has been one main verse for me in, in slowly overcoming um, the comparison trap for sure. That's an, even like when you're saying that I, I was thinking of um, just a conversation that I've had with my daughter recently because um, we were talking a lot about how we're in the season of, well, they have this, I really want it. And I, we started to talk about this and how, you know, like, and it really goes down to, it comes down to this topic. And so we started talking about how in those moments we could pause and like you said, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice for them. Right. And so I said, like, be thankful for them, be thankful that they have it, pray for them. Like in those moments you feel it, stop and pray for them. So even as an adult, like if you are, I don't know, I always resort to like publishing a book because, or a podcast, because that's just the season I'm in. But Mm -hmm. uh, if you are about to publish a book and the Lord has called you to it, and all of a sudden you see someone else publishing something that's similar to yours, pray about theirs. Like in, like, just like you said, like there are other women walking in faith and that's what the world needs to see. They need to see us being women of faith who pray for each other because the world needs Jesus and we can't do that competing against each other, but we can do that doing what we're called to do every single day. And just, amen. it's just such a beautiful thing because we can't do it alone. We're not meant to do it alone. Sometimes that's another thing the world will have us thinking that we need to live in the overwhelmed state of like having to do everything. And the beautiful thing is we don't, we can be there for each other. And so whenever, and like I tell my daughter, whenever you have like a seed of, you know, like all of a sudden you feel that way, pray for that person. And so she like, I I actually was like, I don't know if that's, she's only in kindergarten. So I was like, I don't know if that is like a deeper like conversation to have, but she is a deeper kind of, she's very much like how I was growing up. So she's thinking. And so like a month after we said that during like family devotional time, she actually brought up something during the day and told us that she prayed for a person who had something that she wanted. And I was like, oh my goodness, praise God, because I probably would have stopped myself from having that conversation if it wasn't the Holy Spirit going, no, you can plant the seed, right? Like plant the seeds where you can plant the seeds. And so I think by us cheering on other women, or even I was telling my kids about you and about how you're doing a podcast and they're like, aren't you doing a podcast? I said, yes. Isn't that so amazing that there's women doing podcasts, talking about Jesus and talking about God and how that's trans and how he's transformed their lives. And so I think our kids really, and you talk about this all the time in your posts and um, just everything you're doing, like just our kids are watching us and they are learning. Yeah. Friend, thank you so much for sharing that. I have like tears in my eyes that praise the Lord Yeah, praise that your five-year-old, oh my word, that is amazing that she that the, she allowed the Holy Spirit to prompt her too to do that. And way to be 
way to be obedient and teaching your children that too. You know what I mean? Like that's huge, Jen. I think that you've hit the nail on the head and like that easily answers my next question of how have you been able to truly cheer on other women in Christ? I, I mean, and please expand on it more, but the praying for them, like, I feel like that's like a light bulb moment. Like when I first had that moment. So when I started to like two and a half years ago, I published my first book and it was all the, everything I'm publishing and sharing, many of it is stuff that I has been placed on my heart over the past 10 years. Right. And so right before I went to go do it or start publishing, it was during a time of fasting. And during that time, one of, I was recording the prompts. I always talk about that when the Holy Spirit gives prompts. I heard a long time ago from the pastor at my church to write them down. And it's been so valuable to me to write them down because when the seeds of doubt come, it is so powerful years later to go back and read it and say, no, this is what the Lord has said. And this is where I'm going to stand on. Right. And so you can kind of declare God's word and God's promises or whatever it is that God is guiding you to do over whatever the, the seed of doubt is trying to tell you. And, um, one of the things that I didn't understand in the beginning was I felt so loudly on my heart that it was, it, I heard, um, the beauty is in the lifting, not the competing. And it was, oh, my lift, don't, lift, don't compete, I think was the exact thing. And uh, <sighs> I was like, but I'm not competing for anybody. Like, I'm just going to do this. And then I realized once you start to get out there, you see there are a lot of people doing it. And so in that season was when I really started to feel the prompt to, okay, so they're doing it, pray for them, pray for them here, pray for them there. And so I think it just really gives God the glory when jealousy or whatever it may be, comparison, the traps can, can come in all different directions. But if we're over here going, really crushing the devil's plans, right? Like, oh no, yeah. not gonna be, that's not going to be used for competition. That's going to be used to lift to God. So let's pray. And um, that has really helped me. Oh, I feel like that's such a good nugget. Thank you so much for sharing that. Lift, don't compete. I, I absolutely love that. And I feel like, like, do you feel like from the inside out, it changes your heart as well? You know what I mean? Like softens your heart and allow, and, and, I feel like this is the other thing we need to say, like, this is possible with, with the Holy spirit in you. And just in case a listener is, is listening and thinking, how could I ever like, I was, and I'll, I'll say this. I was, I was a, a mom and a wife, um, who was full of bitterness in my heart and it came out in every relationship several years ago. And so if anyone listening, you know, is struggling with bitterness in their heart, I, I just want to encourage you. This is possible with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's possible to let go of the bitterness or the jealousy, um, the compete, compete, compete mentality. Like it is truly possible to let go of that and for the Holy Spirit to transform you so that you are lifting and not competing. Would you say an amen to that, Jen? Amen. Yes. I think I said it really softly because I didn't want to cut you off, but I was over here. Amen. I was amen and an amen. That is so true. It's, it's just, it's awesome to see the Holy spirit work in our hearts in this way. And, um, on that note, like, you know, as you, as we've talked about, um, you are stepping into a new season of obedience to the Lord and starting a podcast. And I know you said that it's been really uncomfortable, 
Um, but you felt the Lord prompting you to do it and you answered that. And I just want to ask you, like, how do, how do you stay focused on what, what God has called you to do and kind of shut out like everything else and just focus like, okay, God, you've called me to do this. How do you stay focused on what he's called you to do? So what I've been finding has really been helping me through this season was to really, I had to, um, really in the mornings starting to, I I've always, for the, ever since I started to read God's word about 10 years ago and pray every morning and spend time with him, I've always thank him for the day first. And I just ask him to, you know, guide me throughout my day. But I started to, before this really, um, focus on asking him, what do you want me to do today? Because I will make my lists. I make lists every single day. I will, I am a person who, if I try my hardest and unless something happens to, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So if I put something on my list, I really, really, really try to get it all done. And I'm, in that, I've been really, once again, looking at how and feeling prompted that we have to lift, lift it up to God. We have to lift yeah. our eyes up to him and away from the list. And so really every morning, uh, surrendering the list to him, right? And saying, these are my plans, but I want you show me what I'm supposed to do today. And so it's helped me really let go of the days I can't finish the list. Right. Or because mm-hmm. not everything we have to say no or saying, saying no, because saying no for me is really hard. Um, it's been, I'd like to help everyone. I want to help everyone. And yes. it's just not possible all the time. And so in, in, in really like turning to God and saying, what is it that you want me to do today first and prioritizing with him? It has really helped me because it, he shows us a way to, to get it done, but he also shows us that we don't need to do it all. And so in those moments that we can't, or we have to say no to something or something that's not bad, but we just, it's, we just can't do it. It's not for us. It's not the season we can do that or the day we can do that. Just praying for whatever it is that we can't be at. Like, I don't know if it's like an event to support somebody like praying that it's a blessing anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has helped me and really, and just really prioritizing and staying focused on writing down the prompts and going back to the prompts as much as I need them, you know, or whatever the dream is, the goal, the purpose, the why getting that all on paper and really staying grounded in that and who God is. And um, when my focus gets a little off and like you were saying before, I just wanted to share like, this has been an area in my life where it is, it, like you said, it's possible mm-hmm. because I grew up playing sports. I was, I'm a, comp- I really am this person who is, I was a competitor. I always got really good grades. I tried to get perfect grades. I tried to get A's all the time. And um, I tried to seek all the, you know, the worldly medals and all of this. And if I, ran a race or played in a game and scored this amount of points. I tried to do better the next time. And so I was always seeking those things. And um, I do have a competitive nature. So that if it can happen to me, Mm. just like if anxiety, I can be released of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't face it. Not that I don't face comparison. Not that I don't face competition. Not that I don't face fear or anxiety. It's just, it is possible. You are so right. When we have the Holy Spirit and when we walk with Jesus, we can fight it with faith in a way that we can't do alone. And that is just the freedom 
and the joy and the peace that I just, my heart wants for everyone. And I feel as though that's it. That's what you share too. And that's what you bring on your page. And that's why it, it you are such a blessing in everything you do. Oh, well, right back at you, sis, for sure. I love that. Um, it makes me, okay. I thought of one more thing that I wanted to ask you because I really love your idea of writing down prompts and how, you know, when you first wake up in the morning, you write down what you need to do, but you surrender that and you give that to the Lord and you ask him like, Lord, this is, what do you want me to do today on this list? And what can, you know, I love, 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 first of all, that you start off your days with the Lord like that. And I would highly encourage those who are listening, like that is so huge. And I know that too. Like I just started doing that. You said you've been doing that for 10 years. Um, I just started doing that like two years ago. So I'm still, I feel like very young in it, but I can tell you too, like it makes a huge difference when you start your day off with the Lord. Um, but I wanted to ask one other thing really quick and that's, okay. So in writing down these prompts, like how did you do it when you were on the go? Like, did you carry a little notebook with you or did you like, whenever you got it, like when it came into your head, if you weren't able to write it down yet, what did, did you remember it for later? Like, how did that, how, how can we practically, like, how did you practically do that? I guess. That's an amazing question. Um, because they do come like all over. Right. So, um, often I use the note section of my phone and so I will voice type it into, you know, I like voice memos and type. So I will like voice type it. Um, or as soon as I, um, sometimes when I was commuting a lot for work, it would happen when I was driving and like, obviously we want to be safe. And so voice typing or, um, you know, just storing it on the, the note section was always something other, I mean, and then that's really how I've done it. Many okay. times what's happening in the morning or just as soon as I can get to something, I usually just type it into the note section of my phone or type. Is, thank you for answering that. I think that's such an awesome idea. And I would have never, like our phones are always with us, right? So that's such a great idea to type it into your note section. I love that. Um, okay. This has already, this has been amazing. I just want to ask, like, is there anything else, any other encouragement that you would like to add for us ladies to truly learn to lift one another up and see all of our gifts and talents as God given for his glory? Any Um, other encouragement that you have for us? I was, I was just thinking of um, Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, where it says we were God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And so I feel when we really focus on who God created us to be and the fact that no one can be you, no one can be me. That's such a beautiful and power, power, power. That's such a beautiful and empowering, empowering thing um, that we can lift each other up in that. We don't need to compete. We can just simply really encourage women to let God mold them into who they're meant to be. And we can support people and cheer people on doing that and really just walking in love and on mission every day and um, just lift, don't compete. That's, that's what I would say. Oh, I love it. Jen, thank you so much. I just want to say one more time at the end here that if you would like to connect with Jen more, her website is www.theartofamessyhouse.com. 
Um, you can find her on, on Instagram. She has a YouTube channel. I did not know that. Girl, that's awesome. Um, and her podcast, The Art of a Messy House, is officially out as well. And I think there's six episodes on it, right, so far? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So um, you can find that on where you listen to, let's see, Spotify and Apple. Um, and yeah, Jen, I just want to say thank you. And I would love to just finish out our session together today um, in prayer as well. Is that okay? Yeah, that's part. That's beautiful. Okay. All right, Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for this time with Jen and her um, wisdom that she just shared with us, Lord. We pray um, for the listeners and myself that we would glean um, what you want us to glean from her, from her encouragement and her wisdom from your word, Lord. I thank you so much that um, as women of God, we can cheer each other on and truly value um, each other and our gifts and our talents, Lord, and see it as we are all working and doing these things for your glory, God, that we're on the same team for you, Lord. I thank you so much for this time. I pray for the listeners, Lord, that this would be an encouragement to them. Thank you for all that you've blessed us with. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you for having me. I, I, when you were praying, I just heard Team Jesus. Let's all be together for Team Jesus. Yes, Team Jesus. Everyone <laughs> have a great day. Thank you, Jen.